It is true what Pastor Steve said. God always has an equation to turn things around for his children. But it is only he, the heart and ear that he wants to use that will hear. Because the Bible says some have ears, they don't hear. Some have eyes, they don't see. And some have a heart, a stony, they don't get, gain an understanding. The season of six days is supposed to be over. May nothing in any way of recalcitrance, disobedience, or disorderliness, or sin keep us in the six days rather than transit into the seven days. Can I hear an amen? amen. I want you to stay with me this morning, Pastor Conrad. I had a telephone conversation with you. And you gave me information that even in the UK, Petrol too is expensive. People are losing their jobs. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's money everywhere. It's just that you don't have access yet. It says, whatsoever things are good and lovely, meditate on these things. What will I meditate on? What is wrong? Do you not know? That when you meditate on something, you give life to that thing. My life. Even if you give my son, he's not even 14 years, 8,000 naira. When he goes out with his friends, it's not enough money to spend. I commend what the government wants to do, but they have done that before. And because of that small, small tertiary money they gave out, inflation went up. Are you there? When you don't meditate on what is good, or when the Bible says whatsoever things are good and lovely, meditate on these things. Otherwise, discontentment is things don't look good. Won't you become discontented? Discontentment will mean God, where are you in the midst of all this? Am I talking to some good people here? Otherwise, what will happen? Discord. Am I speaking to some people? Whatsoever things are good and lovely, meditate, meditate, choose to meditate on these things. Otherwise, discontentment will give way to discouragement. Discouragement become hopelessness. Hopelessness will give way to despair and despair will bring it along desperation. And a desperado is capable of any evil. And when desperation doesn't even work, sorrow will show up. And after sorrow, depression. And depression causes people to commit suicide. Some people haven't done it yet, but they're thinking about it. But you will not do it in Jesus' name. Yeah. Philippians 4 verse 8. The living Bible says, let me say this one, let me say this one more thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about all you can praise God for and be glad about it. Let me say this one more thing. If you're not going to become the victim of discontentment, discouragement, hopelessness, despair, desperation, sorrow, and depression, fix your thoughts. It didn't say visit. Fix your thoughts permanently on what is true and what is good and what is right. Think about all you can praise God for and be 
glad about it. Otherwise, you will forsake the help of the Lord. Otherwise, six days will become permanent instead of transiting to seven days. And that's why this morning, it's not a hymnal service, but I bring a hymn to church. And that hymn is in consonance with Philippians 4 verse 8, the living Bible. And that hymn is entitled, Count Your Blessings. We're going to sing that hymn. And I want you to sing it with all your heart. As you exit the road that leads to depression and being a desperado and, and enter the path that will make the wall of Jericho come down. Let us sing this hymn as, 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 as an attestation that we have heard the word of God and we're lining up with the equation of winners that will move from six days to seven days. Count your blessings.
you can see that this morning the reality that you may have lost some people and some people had conflict with you the stanza four says so amid the conflict whether great or small do not be discouraged god is overall count your many blessings angels will attend and help and comfort give you to your journey's end i want you to consider three people somewhere in this auditorium that if you were to count your blessings you'll be committing great error if you don't count them just look around can you find three people that if you were to count your blessings and you don't count them God will say you are in error and if you can't find three people I hope you can find two if you can't find two, I hope you can find one. I want you to go to the person and say, this morning, as I count my many blessings, I have to count you and thank God for you. That's an instruction from the Lord. Go to that person. If I am going to be honest to say, I'm going to count my many blessings, I have to count you and thank God for you. <laughs> Mommy, I have to thank you. And thank God for you. <laughs> my friend, my friend, Bola, you know I love you. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, if I have to count my blessing, I have to count you. Kapi, I have to count you. <laughs> my dear, I have to count. Elizabeth, I have to count you. Hey, my sister, I have to. Hey, you. Tell me, girl, I have to count you. Uh -huh. I have to count you. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So I have to count you now. Uh -huh. I have to count you. Hey, Yaomi, I have to count you. Hey, 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 I have to count you. You know now, you know now, my daughter, I have to count you. Hey. My learned friend, I have to count you. Ah, Oga, I have to count you. My Yao, I have to count you. I have to count you. Ah, many, I have to count many people. Oh. I have to count many people. <laughs> hey, I have to count you, my dear. Huh? Many times, many times I have to count you. Aha, aha. Count your blessings, name them one by one. God has done. Come and count your blessings. Name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Yeah. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. Count your blessings. Yeah. 
to know that you are so valuable. Somebody give the Lord some praise this morning. Father, we thank you this morning for the instruction to count our blessings. And for this time, ignore our troubles. And focus our heart and our meditation on what the Lord has done. Leaving all the things that need to be done in the hands of the Lord. The, the song, the hymn writer says, as you count your many blessings, what will happen is angels will attend. And help and comfort will come to you. And the walls of Jericho will come down flat. So shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for the equation that will turn things around, which is to count our blessings. We name them one by one, and we have seen that many people around us, we need to thank God for them as God has used them to beautify and decorate our lives. We give you the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, where is your amen? You may be seated. You may be seated. I didn't realize I had so many people, if they had to count their blessing, they have to count me. Hello. You know, I'm going home with a new sense of value. My value has increased. <laughs> you know, how that sometimes you think you don't have value. Did somebody you didn't expect come up to you and say, I will count you? Did somebody you didn't expect come? That means there are so many people that you touch their lives you don't even know. And God is about to reward you for that thing. Yeah. This morning I speak to you church on the subject keys to triumphant Christian living. Keys to triumphant Christian living. And the first one is to count your blessings and not your troubles. Up on the screen, you're going to see three keys. And the three keys represent different things. The first key that has a crown is a key 
that you are so blessed you reign in life. May we get hold of that key in Jesus' name. The second key has wings. It means that you're going to mount up with wings as an eagle and you're going to have freedom to do whatever you want to do, any part of the world in the name of the Lord Jesus, free from sin and condemnation. The last key has fire on it. That is that you will have the power to reign in life and to do wonders and exploits in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The keys to triumphant Christian living has to do with the key that enables you to reign in life. It has to do with having wings so that you can rise above the challenges you're dealing with. And it also has to do with the firepower of the Holy Spirit. And these are the keys to triumphant Christian living. And the way to access them, number one, is to count your blessings and not your troubles. Can you not see that the devil is so wicked? Is it not easier to count your troubles than to count your blessings? Is there any day you're not tempted to count your troubles? Every single day. And God is saying, no, count your blessings and not your troubles. And so the scripture says, let me say this one more thing. Fix your thoughts and your meditation on what is true and good and right. What is a fact is not necessarily the truth. The fact is I may be troubled. The truth is I am blessed. When I look at the fact, I will count my troubles and I will miss the blessing. Let me say this one more thing. Fix your thoughts on not what is the fact, but what is the truth, which is the word of God. And what is good and right. Think about all you can praise God for, not what you can complain about. And then be glad about what you can praise God for. When you're not glad about what God has done, why would God add more to you? And today, look at how many people are thanking God for you. Look at how many people you are with thank God for, which means you're not alone. And so the test has proven to us that we're more blessed than we know. The Bible says a broken spirit who can bear. Do you know what breaks our spirit? The aggregation of our challenges, of our, our needs, our troubles, when you heap them together, do you still have joy of the Lord? Is it possible for you to still have joy of the Lord? If you begin to aggregate all your troubles, all your challenges, all your needs, all your pain, is it possible to retain your joy of the Lord? No! The answer is simple. Your joy will disappear. And the Bible says it is the joy of the Lord that is our strength. So when you do not fix your thoughts on what is, what is true, what is good, and what is right, you will fix your thoughts on the other things that Satan wants you to. You lose your joy and you become weak. A predator will go after the weak animal. It will not go after the strong one. May the predator call Satan that goes around like a roaring lion looking for whom to devour. May he not find us without our joy, the joy of the Lord that is our strength in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is only a healthy spirit that conquers. So when you meditate on your trouble, it takes away your joy of the Lord 
Ah. Every sporting man will, will, will ignite. Money no day. Man, three day crushed. Every man that your spirit is crushed and you cannot tell your wife or your children why. May the angel of the Lord that is in that hymn visit you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. A healthy spirit conquers adversity, but what can you do when the spirit is crushed? And that's why I don't need you to remind me of my troubles. Can we have a family conversation here? Some of you, I don't know why you are always so happy talking about other people's problems. That's not your ministry. The Bible says encouraging one another the more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. When you're telling me about my troubles, you're not informing me. Now me get the trouble. Now me get to my shadow. Now me no say money no day. You don't have to tell me. Can you look for another ministry? Because when you tell me about my trouble, you crush my spirit. Don't remind me of my troubles. That ain't the gospel. The gospel is good news. The gospel is say to the righteous, it is well with your soul. That was what happened to Job. He lost all his children in one day. His business collapsed in one day. His wife told him, curse God and die. He got sick, he had balls all over his body. He didn't have a house anymore. He was sitting at the junction, scraping his balls with broken pottery. And his friends that didn't have any trouble. Instead of helping him, instead of giving him a house. Meanwhile, you have many houses. You won't carry and go heaven. And you stand there every day telling me you must have seen. What is wrong with you? Is that what I need from you? Don't you know that when I don't have money, my spirit is crushed what is worse than crushed stop telling people their trouble if you can't help madam keep mm, and work up us if my child is misbehaving just send me a prayer don't tell me my child is still gambling somewhere you saw him whether you see him or not in not their house just leave me alone if you can't make me better waka pass help me to count my blessings don't magnify my troubles I'm well aware of my troubles I'm not as stupid as you think. I'm just holding on to the joy of the Lord. Job had to address his friends after a while. It had gone on for too long. Job 16 verse 1 to 2 says, Then Job answered his friends and said, I have heard such many such things from you. Miserable comforters are you all. I've heard many such nonsense from you. That is not the ministry that you should be carrying on. It has a satanic ministry. You know, you're miserable comforters, which means you ought to be comforting me. But instead of that, you end up being miserable comforters. Are you all? May that not be a right label for any one of us in Jesus' name. Talking about telling people the problems do you think that's what our outreach department does at the prisons when they go to the prisons is that what they want to hear from you i'm already in prison i'm already guilty my life is already spoiled you are not going to go to the prisons and tell them you're a prisoner 
and tell them something to you. But that's what you do in church. You see somebody, you say, why are you not married now? Your mates are married. You see, they enter Kekemara, your mates have car. I do, do you think I don't know where they buy car? <laughs> We're still leasing this property. You think I don't know how to build? You give me money. May God try me with money. You go see angelic building. We go be like heaven on earth. And if you watch, I go show you. You go, no, say, I know something. I wait on the Lord till my change comes. I will hold on to the joy of the Lord till my change comes. I want to thank God for Pastor Yomi. I want to thank God for Pastor Kola. I want to help. I want to thank those that don't tell my troubles. Waiting with me until my change comes. Do you think that's what the outreach department tell the abandoned senior citizens in the old people's home? You know why they're there? They have children and grandchildren. They abandon them. They don't care about them. It's not because they're childless. The children don't give a toot about them. And some children they didn't send to school. Some children they don't know. We go there and give them a hug. We cut their hair. We feed them. We have a party with them. That's because we are going about the ministry of the Lord, not the satanic ministry of telling them their troubles. Don't go around telling people their troubles. They already know their troubles. Do you know what it means to have children and grandchildren and you are consigned without hope into the old people's home? Every morning, you imagine they don't want to wake up. God forces them. They would rather die. Except that that Femi Paul is going to come again with his children and dance with me. One of them sat me down and said, Why do you come here? You have money, you look good. I'm sure you have parents. I said, because God sent me here. And when I come here, I feel a kind of love. And he says, I know you're a pastor, but can I pray for you? Wow. I said, Jesus. I go there so that I help them count their many blessings. Stop telling me about what I don't have. I know what I don't have. As I go and I send people not to tell others who are in trouble, their troubles, don't come and tell me my troubles. Come and comfort me. Come and sit by me. Come and tell me, Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with your soul. Help me. Say things that will help me count my many blessings. No matter how bad life is, you still have something to thank God for. That's how to transit from the sixth day to the seventh day. Do you think that is what Mommy Chukura goes to tell the traumatized widows that our culture uh, it takes everything away from them? They're already without love. They're already without money. That's not what she tells them. She tells them there's hope for tomorrow. Say, these children will still go to school. They will be okay. You lost the house. Your in-laws took the house. Don't worry. Tomorrow, you can be a landlady yourself. Is, do you think that's what we tell the bewildered, frightened orphans in the motherless baby's home? That you don't get papa, not get mama. The people who get mama and papa say, they, they struggle. What, what is your hope? That's not it. 
we go there to help them be able to count their blessings and see what God has done. It was on one of those occasions that I met a little girl. And I just couldn't turn back. It's not because I didn't have children. I had three children. And I'm still in that journey. Whenever she counts her blessings, she has to count me till Jesus comes. How many people can count you as a reason why they didn't give up? How many people will you stand by and keep on keeping on till Jesus comes? I thank God for people that stay around for a while. Hmm. But Jesus is called the author and the finisher, the beginning and the end. Whatever he starts, he finishes it. Can I plead with you? Stop abandoning people halfway through the journey. The Bible says in Isaiah 3 verse 10a in the New King James Version, it says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with them. Don't tell them their troubles. When you say this to somebody whose sun has dropped out of the sky, there are no, there are no stars at night for that person. When you say to him, it shall be well with you, he's likely to be able to count some blessings that day. The New Living Translation says, say, tell the godly that all will be well for them. Which means I know all is not well, but you hang in there because Jesus is good, all will be well. Help me look at two, three, two or three people say, you don't look like it, but I say to you, all will be well. You know why you should tell the, you should tell the righteous it should be well with your soul? It's so that the joy of the Lord will be their strength and so that they can rise and mount up with wings and, and, and soar above that problem. The people that saw the Jordan, the Bible says when they got to the edge of the Jordan, this scripture we read this morning, Jordan had overflowed his banks. Jordan was a terror at that point. Jordan swept anything that came into it away. It was so ferocious. You ask yourself, why is it that I came out of school when Naira is 800 to 1? What is my hope? That is equivalent of the Jordan overflowing its bank. Why is it I sent my children to abroad only one year ago and now all hell has broken loose? And some people look at the banks of Jordan and say, there must be something wrong with you. Why is it that when you got here, this is happening? Oga, if you cannot help me count my many blessings, keep quiet and wakapas. When they got over the Jordan, the wall of Jericho was waiting for them. Just because somebody is facing an overflowing river, just because a wall is built against them, does not mean God is not with them. Your job is to help them to still be able to count their blessings. That song says, as you count your many blessings, it says angels will show up. The last stanza. Let us decide not to be the reason why somebody gives up. Let us decide not to be part of the people that quench the little light that is left. That's why gossip and posting nonsense on the, on the social media has ruined a lot of people's hopes.
That is not what Christians do. If we can go to the prisons, let me tell you those in prison, they're rapists, they're killers, they're fraud artists. They're, they're not. When we go, I go, Pastor Amigos, when I went there the last time in Koi prisons, I'm sure you were in church. When the, the head of the prisons came here to testify, how many of you were in church? He came here on a Sunday said, I want to tell you, you don't know this man that is here. God said, go there and set the captives free. I lifted up on my hand. I said, I didn't come here to preach. As many of you will repent and you will go out and tell people that God saved your life. As the Lord leads before whom I stand, whether there's a legal system aloft, you are, you are being set free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, as I said, people were, people that were not in the fellowship were running from the rooms there. I left. The man came here. And not up to two months after I said, since the day they started prisons in Nigeria, it has never happened. Like a third of the prison have been set free against all odds. I know some of you will not clap. There's nothing you, there's nothing God will do that will make you count to the blessings. I didn't say it. The man came here to tell you. If we go and set guilty people free, ask your neighbor, say, what can I do, Seth? The way I do, he reached that. <laughs> Miserable comforters. In this season, the Lord says, focus on counting your blessings. I give you the permission, delete some people from your address book. Block some people who keep telling you reasons that will make your spirit crush. The Bible says it is a strong spirit that can overcome adversity. What can you do when your spirit is crushed? Listen, I don't like anybody that much. If you're going to crush my spirit, I'm going to avoid you at all costs. What I need to do is tap into the equation of counting my blessings so that the angel of change can visit me. And the son says, it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Look at this morning. Look at how many people came to you. Did you ever know that so many people like you this much? But let me tell you what our ministry is. Is found in Hebrews 10, verses 23 to 25, the New Living Translation. Hebrews 10, 23 to 25, the New Living Translation. It says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we have found. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Come on now. Let us think of ways. Come on now. To motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together like now, as some people do. But what? Encourage one another. What? Especially now. What did I say? Especially now that God is saying, help them to count their blessings so that I can change things let us encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near we are so close to the seventh day may you be an agent that will help somebody make it across in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ 
In the same book of Hebrews, verses 12 to 13, I'm talking about what we ought to be doing. Ah, may we not be serving Satan without knowing. May that not be our portion that we're serving Satan without knowing. This one, Hebrews 12, 12 to 13, the New King James Version says, subtitle, renew your spiritual vitality. It means your spiritual vitality may not be where you think it is. How do you do that? Renew your spiritual vitality. Strengthen the hands that hang down. Strengthen the feeble knees that doesn't want to get out of home and go look for another job. Oh. Strengthen the hands that hang down for a lady brokenhearted the third or fourth time and just want to die. Verse 13 says, I make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame, he wasn't born lame, hmm. financial lameness, emotional lameness, psychological lameness, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Encourage one another. And this is how the Lord put it in Isaiah 6, 61, verse 1 and verse 3. Subtitled, The Good News of Salvation. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings and good news to the poor. Poor is not necessarily just money. Poverty of friends. Poverty of hope. Poverty of opportunities. Poverty of joy. He anointed me not to be a celebrated preacher. No, he anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the broken hearted. He anointed me to proclaim liberty to those that are held bound captives. He sent me, he anointed me to open the, of the opening of the prison to those who were bound. They are bound, many of them are guilty, but he still anointed me to set them free. He anointed me to console those who mourn in Zion, meaning those in the house of God. Mourning things that died. Mourning things that broke. Mourning things that disappeared. Mourning things that they can't change. To console, not to condemn those who mourn in Zion. What? He anointed me to give them beauty for ashes. He anointed me to give them the oil of joy for their mourning. He anointed me to give them the garment of praise for the spirits of heaviness. A broken spirit who can bear. That's what Grace Chorale you do. When you lead us, sometimes I come to church, I'm heavy. And I walk in here and I thank God for you. Can I tell you all the truth? It's not every day I come to church elated. I come to church all the time because I'm called to do this. I don't feel able 
sometimes. And just like you, sometimes my dressing is just to cover my troubles. I come and I thank God. There's no day I have come to church, Grace Coral, that you were not present. Giving people the oil of joy for the spirit of heaviness. And some people come to church, they won't clap for them. Can you do what they do? 365 days in the year. Can you do that? They're not even paid for it. Sometimes we criticize, but we don't look at ourselves. Can you do as much as they're doing? If you can't carry the burden I'm carrying, please keep the talk to your level. If you can't carry the burden I'm carrying, please respect yourself. This is not a job that you can say I'm not doing anymore. Mm -mm. This is not a job you can turn off your phone. The number of calls that I get that can break my spirit, you have no idea. The number of places I have to go. Do you know how many people I have to send to the hospital? Do you know how many people I have to, I have to bleed for them even when I am crushed myself? I'll tell you the truth. One time my health took a, a downward turn because I was going through something. My BP shot through the move. And I had to fly me out of the country. Thank God for those of you that did that for me. As I landed Atlanta, my phone rang. Somebody was weeping on the phone. Basto, 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 basto. I reduced the volume. I did first aid. I got you to my um, second leg to Houston to my brother's house. As I put my foot back down, I said, Oga, excuse me. I called the number again. Where are you? Don't do it. I'm going to call this person. I was, I've been in the air 18 or 19 hours. I went because of medical reasons. And then some of you come to church and you start talking. Don't do it. I was quarter to dead and I was still taking phone calls, making arrangements so that somebody wouldn't commit suicide. I was next to dead myself. Be careful. Look in the mirror before you talk. When Jesus was carrying the cross, he fell down. Somebody had to help him to carry the cross. Why didn't that man say, I thought you were Jesus. You can do all things. How come you fell down carrying the cross? Be careful. Be careful. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Bible says, encouraging one another. And so when I feel your phone call, why do I not judge you? That should be, nobody can talk to you in church. Should be this and that. It doesn't matter. I go into operation day and night. One, because I'm told to do it. Number two, God is my witness. I love all of you. God is my witness. I love all of you. Verse 3 says, to console those who mourn in Zion. People are in church their morning. Forget their perfume. Forget their car. 
to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called what? The trees of righteousness. To the end that somehow, because of your love, because of your kindness, kindness is what you receive that you don't deserve. Kindness is not a reward. Kindness is arbitrary. Kindness is what I want to give. Because of my kindness, some will become the trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That the Lord may be glorified. That's a good place for you to clap. I want you to stand to your feet. We started with a song. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Hello. I want to tell you something. Count your blessings. Count as you count your blessing, count this blessing. Me. Count your blessing for me. That no matter what the devil has thrown at me, I did not quit. Can I tell you the truth? I am not one of those preachers that I quit, I can't get a job. I have four degrees in law. I'm a maritime lawyer. I'm an all I gas person. I've never written an application for a job. People offer me positions. But what I'm doing is superior to whatever I can do out there. That is what I believe. To imagine that this job is easy, to imagine that you will see me every day, you're kidding yourself. Just like you, I can choose not to come. I have the will to choose not to come. It's not my church. It's the church of the Lord or is our church. I'm not the only pastor here. So when you count your blessings, every time you see me in church, thank God. Because my temptation is to go and make some serious money, buy my own, my own private jet like my mates have, and you won't see me for jack. That is my major temptation. So every time you come to church, you see my car, you see me, just thank God for me. That he that kept me is still keeping me. I'm going to tell you the truth. When I travel, people tell me to stay. In the Philippines, I'm a major star. In the Philippines, when I enter the place, the place is buzzing. They tell me to stay. Why do you want to go back? We we'll give you everything. I look. I'll say, keep the offer. I'm thinking about it. When I come to church on Sunday, when I resume, all of you will be looking at me. You don't know the temptation that I just survived. This time I went to America. They said, why are you going back? The doctor said, Nigeria is too hectic for you. That's why you're, stay here. We'll start the church for you. We put the money together. I said, really? I press the calculator, papa, 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 ah, naira, dollar, naira. My son is American citizen, he can cross. I started doing the calculation, and the Holy Spirit said, hmm. As you started well, you must finish well. Then I thought about you, that some of you will cry. I, I thought of my mommy, mommy Chikura, that she would just faint. I thought of Emmanuel. 
I said, this one is my son. Hey, he will, he, will, he will backslide if he doesn't see me. And so I came back. That's a good place for you to clap. And let us... We started with that song. <laughs> I come before you today. Hey, we want to thank God out. Well, there's just one thing that I want to say. Everybody. Thank you. Let the Lord see your hands. How many of you are really grateful? Wave your hands, the Lord. The song says, For all you have given to me, for all the blessing I cannot see. With a grateful heart, with an outstretched hand, I say thank you, Lord. Is there one person here? You're not just very grateful you are exceedingly grateful that this message is for you and you alone if you are that person that you know that without this message you are about to fall off the edge come here very quickly come here very quickly if you know that if you did you are the person that this message 
this message truly, truly came to you that you were about to fall off the edge. I'm begging you, don't dishonor God. That you were so discouraged. You were so in pain. Honor the Lord, come out quickly. Honor the Lord, come out quickly. We're going to take that song again. We're going to say the song. And I want everybody to sing this song. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings I cannot see yet that I'm just believing God for. With a grateful heart, with an outstretched hand. Hey! Thank you, Lord. I've come before you today. And that's just one thing that I want to thank you. to those of you out here the hymn that was sang count your blessings says count let me start from verse 1 it says so amid the conflict whether great or small do not be discouraged God is overall count still your many blessings and now angel will attend to you. Say amen. I say angels will attend to you. Help and comfort will come for you. Help from above will come for you. Comfort will take the place of discomfort in the name of the Lord Jesus. And so shall it be with you. That the angel of the Lord that can make the difference as you give thanks for what is left, hey, the little that is left, ah, God will pour out his mercy and blessing upon you. You will lack no good thing. This equation will work for you. Ah, I will see you and my joy will be full. The wall of Jericho that kept you out of the seventh day will be leveled before you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
as they didn't touch the wall, as they didn't push the wall, you will not sweat, you will not toil, then that wall will come down flat in the name of, you will possess your possession. I say you will possess your possession. I say you will possess your possession. Wherever they kept it, you are going to still possess it. Whether it is a material or financial or emotional possession, you will possess your possession. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that the scales are falling from our eyes. Every time I see you, God will so use you to teach me about God that I will keep counting my blessing just by seeing you. When people that used to know you and felt that that is the end, when they see you, ah, they will know about the God that changes people's lives. The Bible says they shut the gate of Jericho. Nothing came out, nothing came in. They thought that was the end. Wherever you should be, whatever you should have, oh, whatever you should be enjoying, that they shot against you, disgrace will meet them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I said disgrace will meet them in the name of Lord Jesus. Because you will enter in and possess your possession. So shall it be without fail to the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ. As the Lord leads, who sent me today? Those that did not believe, they will go hear them. And if you are here in church, you didn't believe, you will see testimony that will make you a believer. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We give you the glory. Today, I declare today the last day of six days. I declare today the last day of those six days. That the seventh day starts from today. In the name of Jesus Christ. As it was in those days, it shall be in our days. To the glory of God. In Jesus name we have prayed. Amen and amen and amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. You may go back to your seats. I want to remind you, church, that the title of my message today is Keys to Triumphant Christian Living. I didn't say victorious. God warned me about victorious. Victorious means you just won the battle. Triumphant is senior to victorious. Victory is part of triumph. But victory does not necessarily mean you're going to be triumphant. It means you will win the battle and then you reign afterward. The keys to triumphant Christian living, the first one is count your blessings and not your troubles. I have two more keys. I don't know when God will make me Allow me to share them. And everyone will, will end with prophetic prayers like this. If you love somebody, bring them to church. Because God is doing a new thing. Can we celebrate the Lord for that in Jesus' name? 
Tomorrow morning, I want to invite you to join me for breakthrough prayers, even if you have not done so before. I'm going to do something I normally don't do. I don't talk about what I'm going to pray about. I'm going to talk about what the main prayer tomorrow is prayer against hard labor. Hard labor. The person in context is Rachel. Rachel was beautiful. Rachel was the chosen one. Rachel was the loved one. And Rachel was the one that went through hard labor. She first waited. She ended with hard labor. What she birthed in the hard labor, she never enjoyed. She called his name Benoni, the child of my pain. The father who didn't go to the labor call him the, the, the child of my first hand or something. Just because you are loved by God, just because you are chosen by God, just because you are celebrated does not exclude you from hard labor. Hard labor for everybody is not in the same place. Some people labor hard to raise their child. They didn't labor hard to have the child. Some people labor hard over their health. Some people live hard over their marriages. And God said, lead the prayer about hard labor. And the same scripture says, before Zion went into labor pain, she gave birth to her child. There are, there's an anointing that where people labor, you don't even know the baby has come. The baby talks about your fruitfulness. And guess what? Rachel died on the way to the city called fruitfulness. She never got there. Many of us have not reached that point yet. May we not die on the way. If you like yourself, join me tomorrow morning. If you like somebody, share the link. I don't do it normally. Waiting my own. I will do what God said. If you like, come. If you like. Let me warn you about something. God is going to reward me. It's not by how many people obey. Once I preach, once I leave prayer, God will reward me. It has nothing to do with whether you hear or not. I just love you so much. I want you to benefit from it. May hard labor be eradicated amongst us in Jesus' name. I, I trust that I'll see you tomorrow morning. Now, glory be to God. I say glory be to God.